Hi, everyone. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Rick Fitz, SVP and GM of the IT Markets Group at Splunk. And we're tailoring on to some uh, recent news. The topic is about Splunk's intention to acquire Omniscient. They announced that on September 4th. Rick, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thanks, Mitch. Uh, happy to be here. Great to have you on. Would you start just by introducing yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do. And I'm sure most people know Splunk, but maybe a sentence or two about Splunk. Sure. A um, little bit about me. Um, been building commercial software my entire career and uh, started out as a, as a developer um, working for companies that were development oriented. Uh, and then the last uh, 15 or 20 years, I've been working on just developing software for IT operations and application development teams uh, in a commercial fashion. Uh, and in my new role now, I'm here as a general manager, so I'm an executive here at Splunk, uh, responsible for our strategy and vision of what we're doing in the company. Uh, for those that don't know Splunk, uh, shame on you, darn it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let me tell you a little bit about the company. Uh, we are the company that actually built and invented, if you will, the ability to index logs at scale and uh, let it, made it really easy for the IT practitioners of the world to search that data and uh, find uh, through an investigative lens, find the actual answer to those lurking problems that are always out there. Uh, and so company is, is roughly 5,000 employees now um, and growing very rapidly. So we're headquartered in California. Well, just a little bit of trivia. I can't claim credit for this, but I came across Splunk in probably 2006 or so at, uh, I think it was an RSA conference, a tiny little booth great idea. I was like, this is a cool idea. Of course, the company's done really well. And I later became a customer of Splunk. So congratulations on the, all the success and glad to see yeah. that you're there too, of course. Well, let's well talk thank you for uh, being a customer. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. So let's talk about Omniscient. Now, a lot of people may not know about them. Maybe they do if they're open in the, or involved in the open uh, census, uh, open tracing, open telemetry prod, product projects, if I can say that right. Mm -hmm. um, they may know them from that, but they're in stealth, so there hasn't been too much about Omniscient. Tell us about that company. Yeah, the, um, just I'll back up a little bit and kind of let you know why, why we even picked up a company called Omniscient that sure. no one really knows about. That, that's a good uh, question. Too. The reality is, is that in these large cloud-native worlds that a lot of us are starting to develop in, uh, all kinds of things are changing. Uh, the way the things that we build on, the infrastructure we build on, the compute surface, the storage surface, um, the, 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 all these things are now services that are available to us to leverage as application developers. And the other thing that's changing pretty dramatically is just the way we actually build applications, um, the way we, we try to attempt to continuously integrate them, continuously deliver them. Uh, and perhaps one of the most profound things that's occurred is that developers are now being asked to kind of own their code um, and they're being asked to be on call, they're being asked to resolve issues. Um, and so if you will, they're starting to become, as your, your website suggests, DevOps professionals. DevOps. Uh, and these, these, yeah, these trends start to kind of cause a paradigm shift or well, they have actually charged, you know, created a paradigm shift in the way you monitor. Um, so much so that probably after, after, over the last couple of years, DevOps practitioners have been talking about monitoring as, and they've labeled it as a new word called observability. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you know, I've been here around enough to know it's simply monitoring, but I think what they're trying to point out is that you need to observe the behavior or the data from the systems in order to, to make your lives easier. 
And that data comes in the form of logs, which is what Splunk has been known for a long time. Um, it comes in the form of digital exhaust coming from monitoring tools in the form of metrics, which is really important. And then the last thing, and if you're an application developer, I think we can all kind of relate to this, is that, you know, the traces, the traces that actually come uh, from the application code itself being executed um, are, are really great uses of uh, good information. But all three of those things combined, the logs tell you kind of the root cause. <laughs> the metrics tell you kind of what's going on. Uh, is there a measurement that's out of whack? Um, do I need to do something proactively to, to cause something uh, to remove, remove an error? And then the traces are really good for that logical layer, that logical layer telling you where to look. Do I have a back-end problem? Do I have a code problem? Is it my problem or is it a front-end problem? Um, and that kind of isolation is really important to traces. So that, that leads me to answer a question is that, you know, Omniscient. Omniscient was actually founded in 2018. Um, the team is very small. Uh, they were in stealth mode, meaning they were building an application that was focused on uh, tracing. And very specifically, uh, they had a couple tenants in mind when they wanted to do this. They they wanted to leverage open source. So you mentioned that they're they're big open source contributors, <laughs> mm -hmm. specifically to the Open Telemetry project. Uh, and the other thing that they wanted to do is they wanted to build this logical topology model um, that would allow you as a practitioner to isolate where a problem resides. And uh, that was a pretty it, it is a pretty novel way of, of looking at this particular problem. And it's important because. You know, having a, a thousand traces isn't terribly intuitive or useful <laughs> for a developer, <laughs> but being able to isolate that it's a front-end problem so I can go, you know, talk to the guys that are in charge of that, or maybe it's my logic that's causing it, but maybe it's a network issue, firewall issue or something like that, or maybe it's, you know, outside my firewall and I'm dealing with some latency issues, you know, from the world, world around us. But mm -hmm. you need to be able to isolate that problem so you can solve it. So long-winded answers, these guys, this team, really figured out how to build this, this uh, logical topology sitting on top of this trace data, um, leveraging open source. So pretty darn powerful. What's, <clears throat> what, where I was really excited about this announcement is um, one of the things that I talk with companies about, work with them um, you know, oftentimes is what DevOps in this fundamental way that we're creating more cloud native applications, how this really changed the way organizations work as well as how we create software, which I know you speak a lot about. And in some ways, what we're doing is, is through this uh, kind of granularization of functionality into containers, except microservices, mesh, service mesh. It's very interesting because we can do lots of great things with it, but it makes the complexity of operating monitoring, as you say, observability, even more difficult. So that's created this whole new cottage area, if you will, which, which is what Omniscient went about. Uh, and actually, some of the there's had some developers came over from Lyft. I think went over to uh, to Omniscient to help solve this problem. So it's it's fascinating to me to see Splunk bring this this quickly into your kind of product portfolio of companies, or at least that's what we expect to happen with the acquisition. That you're jumping right into service mesh, service uh, microservices, and the observability, the monitoring of that. So it seems like it's a natural fit. Maybe you know a, a sooner than I expected to happen. Actually. Here's what's interesting. I mean, we, we have the luxury of a lot of, you know, being around for a while um, and talking to a lot, lar a lot of our large enterprise cu customers that are going through this digital experience. You know, they've done their lift and shift. Uh, they've moved to kind of the lift, shift, and augment, and now they're building a whole new series of cloud-native digital services. So they're building in this new cloud-native way. And when you, you start to talk to them, they recognize the problems, and they realize there has to be a way of doing this 
And what we found was a number of them were trying to build it on their own, <laughs> or they've cobbled together a prototype uh, that actually would kind of get them there, um, give them some visibility. Uh, and then having a lot of those customers kind of advise us, because they're very large customers of Splunk because of the fact that logs are a critical component of this, this strategy. Um, but they were building the rest on the side. And, uh, and in some cases, you know, using, using other companies to try to, to, to do it. Um, and we just quickly realized that this is an opportunity for some of our largest customers uh, for us to come in and help them uh, with this very critical uh, issue and build alongside them as we move forward. Um, so, yeah, we recognize that certainly the tracing part of this world is pretty new, but we think it's the right approach. It's the right answer to a longstanding problem. Um, and I think the application architectures are, are at a stage in this cloud-native world where this is perhaps the only way that this is going to be accomplished. So mm -hmm. um, that was, that's why it was so strategic for us to do this. You know, like observability kind of being replaced for the term monitoring. Tracing is also used, you've used the word also, um, as kind of a new term in this, um, in this service mesh microservice world. It, it, does it have a fundamentally different meaning to you as to what, you know, log analysis and things like that? Is it, is it substantially different or is it just an extension of what we've been doing in, in a non-container, non-microservice world? Well, the only analogy is it tends to be, you know, text <laughs> and you have to put it somewhere. Um, and actually some of our customers were putting it in the log and then extracting it. But, but that's, that's useful if you're looking for one specific trace. But if you can imagine some of these um, applications are throwing out hundreds of thousands of traces, you know, a, a second. And uh, sifting through that, while you can search through it, it's great, but you really do need some analytics on top of it to organize it in a way that creates useful information. Um, and that I think is, is again, what, what Omniscient has done. Um, I, you know, answering the question is, is this, is this different from the old approach? Uh, you know, I, I had the opportunity to work with the early um, Wiley team. They had been acquired by CA Technologies and I got to work with the team, uh, which is an APM company. And uh, the, the team actually invented bytecode instrumentation which was a way of doing instrumentation of the application, you know, on the fly. And it was very novel because at the time, the operations teams were responsible for monitoring and the developers weren't. So it was the only way they could get their developer team to get visibility into the application because they couldn't tell their developers to actually put stuff into logs. Mm. Uh, they, well, they could ask. <laughs> they, they just couldn't demand. You might have said uh, that. And, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know us developers how we are. Uh, and so the, the, the funny, interesting thing about that is we tended to sell to the operations teams um, so they could get that visibility into their, their application. In the open tracing world, because the onus gets back to this DevOps movement, the onus is actually upon either an SRE function or, if you will, a DevOps function mm -hmm. to establish the standards and policies. Those policies have been enforced by that team. And therefore, the developers, before they can actually bring product into production or bring code into production, there's checks. And now, all of a sudden, you're getting a lot more visibility, not a lot more fidelity uh, inside the code um, by that enforcement. And then, of course, open tracing is now onto its own standard. So you've got a standard to kind of drive. Um, before, there was no real standard. So you would just mm -hmm. put stuff into a log. Uh, and therefore, it's hard for a vendor to, to look at it and you know develop an application to give you visibility into it. So... That's definitely some of the big shifts that have caused this new paradigm to actually emerge, which is pretty awesome. 
I think I saw in a blog post either on your site or, or omniscience that, um, you know, their investment in contra- contributions to open tracing is something you're likely to continue and support and, and want that to continue. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We, we've actually been at Splunk probably, you know, for the last four or five years, um, pretty uh, definitely contributing to open source, more leveraging open source. Um, you know, we've, we've been kind of on that, uh, that bandwagon for quite some time. Uh, but this one, it makes a ton of sense. Both the open census and open tracing and now converged into open telemetry mm-hmm. uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I think that this is, this is definitely where the world is, where it's headed. It's, I think it's long overdue, actually. <laughs> I'm well, glad to see these things kind of move forward. Given the players involved, I think if I remember call right, Open Census was started by Google, but quickly followed by Microsoft and Dynatrace and Omniscient. I think yeah. was part of this effort too. So it's got some important names yeah. behind it. Yeah, and, and most of the monitoring companies out there that are touching an application are participating. So I, you know, firmly believe it will take on as a standard. I think that's that's pretty clear. As you were considering uh, an acquisition like Omniscient. What were you hearing from your customers that led you to say, we need to go find a company or we found somebody like this, this would be a great fit for some of the problems and needs requirements that we're hearing from customers. What was it that's behind that for hearing from customers? Well, there, there's the, the big part of the kind of the equation uh, was this idea that we, we can use open telemetry and spit this data into a log, but that's good. I mean, that's a great first step. I can search for something and that's a fantastic, great step. Um, but very quickly, the customers that we were dealing with at scale, they were saying, you know, what's, what's interesting is that all this data, I have the data, but I can't find <laughs> any useful information out of the data. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm struggling with that. And so, you know, we were in there building on top of Splunk, the ability to, to model it and, and do different things. And, and, we realized there's the answer. The answer is to develop some form of analytics on top of this big, rich set of data that provides you really useful insight. Um, and then from my APM experience, fire experience, you know, the whole idea was having a kind of a logical topology <laughs> that represents the, the application. And I mentioned some of those words, meaning back ends and front ends and the application itself. But once you have that meta model in your mind and can decorate it with trace information, it becomes incredibly powerful. And uh, that's when I, you know, broached the, the subject with our customer and says, is that really what you're looking for? They said, yes. And so we were surveying the market and seeing, is there anything out there? And then Omniscient popped up and it was like, wow, mm-hmm. this could, this, it's a good day. <laughs> this is a, this is a, it's a perfect day for us because this was, we were getting, we would have had to build this. Um, and I think these, this team with the expertise they have and the, the smarts they have, is going to be a welcome addition to the team and help us do it for us. They do. They do have some great people. Now, Omniscient is a, uh, um, as I understand it, they describe themselves as a SaaS company. I assume this is a SaaS service that they've been building. Is that something new for Splunk in terms of SaaS offering, or does this fit in well with other things that you're doing? No, it fits in very well. Um, you know, SaaS for us, from a business perspective, is a very high growth business for us. Um, we tend to, because data has gravity, we tend to have our software where the data resides, but more of that data is starting to reside in the cloud. So, you know, you're, you're starting to see people, as I mentioned, lift and shift or lift and shift and augment um, or building kind of in a cloud native way. So we're, we're definitely, you know, we're, we're part of that trend as well. 
Um, and we think it's the smart thing for, for all of us to get there. Um, so yeah, we are definitely going to be uh, SaaS on this particular offer for sure. Well, it makes sense too, doing cloud native. Um, if you're doing microservices service mesh, more than likely yeah. that's going to be stuff in the cloud. So having omniscient there as well, that seems like the place to be, the right place to be. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was telling some sales reps yesterday and we were talking and I said, you know, I contrast the conversation when I have with somebody who owns a data center with somebody who's working in a cloud native way and the vocabulary is completely different. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody says on-premise or cloud. They just don't think that way. They just assume that it is all cloud, you know, uh, whereas if you talk to somebody that's still in the data center, they want to know where the data is. Where do I stack it? Where do I rack it? Where do I plug it in? Um, and so there is, there's definitely a, a difference in that cloud native world, the way people think. Well, I've often had the belief, maybe learned over time, is that you can tell who drew the picture of a diagram on the whiteboard. Whatever's at the center is the data. If it's the data center people, if it, you know who drew it. If it's the cloud, it's the cloud people. Um, but it's yeah. interesting the transition we're making with um, multiple companies investing in cloud management platforms, even down to storage providers and VMware and others. You know, I think eventually we'll stop talking about hybrid. Everything's a cloud, whether it's just as a, in your cloud or somebody else's cloud, and it, it'll be managed much the same way. That's where we're at it anyway. Yeah, and I, I kind of share that point of view. I, I think we'll, organizationally we have to kind of force some of that standardization of vocabulary just to make our lives work. <laughs> I think well, it's going to get... Yeah. Uh, I also think you have to do it from a, a cost standpoint, right? Complexity, you know, yeah. you manage a, a physical data center one way and then all these different clouds a different way. So anyway, a whole nother topic yeah. for the time. Um, yeah. Just a little bit of time left. Um, is there any, any message that you want to make sure that gets out to listeners, to customers, future customers about um, the path that Omniscient sets you down or other things about this uh, pending acquisition that we want to make sure folks know? Yeah, let me just um, kind of share a couple things. One is, as I, as I opened with, I think this world of observability is certainly all about you know, having logs as well as, as metrics, as well as traces. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we actually also announced our intent to acquire SignalFX. So we're building in, we're bringing in some of that metric capability. We've been known for years to be the log company. Uh, and then, of course, Omniscient is helping us with, uh, with our tracing capability. And so I think the combo is going to be pretty darn powerful. I'd encourage your listeners if they get a chance, if they you know, want to join us in Las Vegas this year at our dot .conf, which is our conference, uh, we'll be talking a lot about what we're doing there um, and getting everybody up to speed. And if you can't attend, uh, all that stuff is posted online too. You can check us out there as well. Yeah, there are definitely some great videos out there too. Well, wish you wish you all the best um, with the acquisition and uh, future business with Splunk. We, I just want to say thank you. Splunk's a great product and. Uh, when I had the opportunity to introduce it in organizations that I was running, all positives. So it made a big difference in our in our world. And I think your move into observability around microservices, et cetera, is uh, fantastic. And we appreciate you taking those steps. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, Mitch. And thank you to all the listeners for your, your uh, kind words. I'm sure you're going to share with me online later on. Well, thank you, Rick. Rick Fitz, SVP and GM of the IT Markets Group at Splunk for joining us on the podcast today. And of course, I'd like to thank you, our listeners, for joining us as well. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you've listened to another DevOps chat. Be careful out there.